Slaying It with Santa Rob is sponsored by Brett Christmas Mustache Wax. If you've got a mustache that you'd like to curl up the way I do, head over to bscenterprises.com. Look at the wide variety of products that Brett Christmer has to offer. Use discount code SANTAROB and receive 15% off your order. We're also sponsored by Hotspot Collectibles and Toys. If you like collecting things such as action figures, Star Wars, video game systems, video games, head over to hotspotcollectiblesandtoys.com. Look at the wide variety of inventory they have. Once again, use discount code SANTAROB and receive 15% off your order. Now let's get ready to slay it with Santa Rob. Welcome to episode 8 of Slaying It with Santa Rob. I think you're really going to enjoy today's interview. We're going to interview a guy that I uh, had the privilege of meeting a uh, not all that long ago, and the first time I heard him sing was January 8th of this year. He's one of the finest uh, baritones out there, and I'm excited for you to meet one of the singers of the fabulous Blackwood Quartet. Let's give a round of applause and welcome to the sleigh to Mr. Jason Gordon. Jason, you are loud and clear. Woohoo! How are you, man? I'm doing good. Welcome to episode eight of Slaying It with Santa Rob. I am so excited to be on Santa Rob's podcast. This is awesome. This is fun, and and you're partially to blame for me even having a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> it, I, I I was asked over and over and over again by people throughout the years, uh, why aren't you doing a podcast? And then when you and Tony had me on yours, and I listened back on it, and I'm going, you know, this ain't that bad, and I don't sound like the idiot that I think I am. <laughs> it's easy. No, you don't sound like an idiot whatsoever. Well, you know, Santa should never sound like an idiot. No, of course not. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe a big doofus now and then, but. <laughs> well, but, that happens. That happens. If you have anything to do with musicians or music, there's always going to be that doofus level that comes to play. <laughs> there's always one in the bunch. I'm usually that one, so it's okay. <laughs> I understand. So maybe you and I have more in common than what I realize. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> But I thought I thought it would be fun for some of the listeners to get to know to get to know who Jason Gordon is. Yay! So Their life won't be much better after they know. <laughs> well, but but if nothing else, it'll be fun, informative, and what a good waste of time! Absolutely, because that's what we do. I you know, I, are you <laughs> making me do the podcast? No, I just do no, it to kill time. Absolutely not. <laughs> but, and. Just so people know, I had absolutely no idea who Jason Gordon was until January 8th of this year. Yes, that was a big day. That was a big day because it was Elvis's birthday. Yes. And there was a big Elvis uh, tribute concert here in Indianapolis featuring the fabulous Blackwood Quartet. Woo! 
yeah, we had so much fun. That was a good crowd, man. Lively crowd. Love it. It was a, it was fun. It was, the place was energetic, and the three tribute artists that were there were just unbelievable. Oh, so talented. But I I was especially excited because I was going to meet Mark Blackwood for the first time. <laughs> How'd that make you feel? And, and I'm thinking, yeah, Mark, Mark's just a good guy. He is a good guy. He's like my brother now, you know. So, and and, and I'm thinking, and I, I probably had the same feelings that a lot of people have. Is man, it must be cool to sing up there. These guys, <laughs> these guys are really awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. And, and then shortly after, um, because I did meet Mark that night and talk to him. Right. And, and shortly after, you and Tony both uh, friended me on Facebook, and oh yeah, and, and that's when we realized, huh. We're going to do a concert with this guy who calls himself Santa Rob. <laughs> yeah, on the way home, uh, he was like, so I met this, I met Santa uh, while we were there um, at the concert. And I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, he wants to, he wants to book us. I'm like, okay, great. I've always wanted to sing for Santa. <laughs> so. Well, after doing uh, Christian rock for, for seven or eight years, so something inside me said, hey, Rob, you need to do something with a different style of music. Right. And it's something that I know nothing about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I listen and, to your podcast, and, I'm, I'm, and, and I've, I've got to know you a little bit. So, yeah, it's, it's completely different than what you've done in the past. Well, in, in my world, what you guys do, um, when my mom was alive, she listened to the Gaithers. Yeah, yeah. And so that's about as quartet as I got. And then... When I was super young, I grew up in, in Rhineland, Wisconsin, and went to the Foursquare Gospel Church. Oh, yeah. And they had two different groups that I will never forget come in. Okay. One was called the Tonesman. Okay. That I know nothing about anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've heard of them. And, and I've looked for them on, on, uh, on the internet, never found them, but that was the first time I ever heard anybody sing turn your radio on. Oh yeah. Yeah. And shortly after we had another group come in. Okay. Called, Oh boy. I just went brain dead called the Keystone. The Keystones. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of them. I believe. Well, the Keystones, I hope you heard of because two of their members became the Oak Ridge boys and that's the Oak Ridge boys uh, that we know today. Yes. That's where I've heard that name. I knew I heard it from somewhere. And that's where I heard lighthouse for the very first time. Oh yeah. Good song. And you knocked that song out of the park. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I attempt it. It's it's fun to sing. I, it's one of my favorites. So I'm glad Mark gives me that opportunity. Well, you well just just in in even even as a fan, if I was a, a non fan, I'd say, man, that guy can sing. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> so so let's let's talk about this have, have you always been in a quartet is what what what's what started this whole thing uh, not always when i was younger i mean my dad was a, a baptist preacher so i grew up in church my whole life um but it wasn't until my middle teen years that i've even considered that i even knew how to sing i remember the first time i was in uh eighth grade at school and we had a project, a class project that we was doing. They said he, uh, my teacher set up different stations and we had to, we had a, uh, like separated into groups. 
And so our group would do one station. And once we'd done that, we would all alternate and we'd go to the next station. One of the stations was, it was, it was, it was a history class, American history. Okay. And we was talking about slavery and black history. And one of the stations was, was, uh, old black spiritual songs that the slaves would sing while they worked. And uh, we had to learn one of the songs as a group and then go back to the teacher and sing it. So we did. And, you know, I never sung anything before. And we went up and sung it as a group to my teacher. Well, my teacher pulled me to the side after class and he's like, are you in chorus? I'm like, no. He said, well, you should be. I'm like, what? Whatever. And then it wasn't long after that I was at church and I was just singing, you know, with the congregation and um, the people behind, in front of me turned around and said, I can hear you singing, man, you're really good. And so I started thinking, well, maybe there's something to this. So I started singing in the choir. I started, uh, you know, singing with some friends at church. And uh, before long, uh, there was a group locally out of my church called the Gospel Heirs, and they asked me to sing. And 21 years later, I was still singing with them. So I I sung with them for 21 years. Um, So, yeah, that's how it all got started. That's kind of crazy. Now, did did they tour a lot or was that a were they regional? It was a regional group. We would tour most all of uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia. And ever so often we'd get into Alabama and Virginia. But um, but yeah, that we pretty much stayed local and it was just pretty much Saturdays and Sundays. Weekend warrior type thing. That's that's kind of crazy how things work. See, God does work in mysterious ways. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. You, you never know what the curveball is going to be. <laughs> no, you don't. Sometimes you're not too thrilled to see that curveball, but other times, you know, you are, and it's, it turns out good. So. You know, you have to learn to adapt and adjust. Yes, you definitely learn how have to learn that. So... From the gospel heirs, where did you go when you, you say you were with them for 21 years? I was. I started when I was 18 years old with them, um, and that was back in 1998. In 2012, um, I did t- split away from the gospel heirs for nine months, and I joined up with the Greens out of North Carolina. Um, used to be called the Singing Greens. Okay. And uh, that's where I met Tony uh, that sings with me now. He he uh, sung with the Greens then, and I went and auditioned, and Tony was sing- singing there at, at the audition as well. And uh, so I met him there, and then by the time I got hired and joined the group, Tony had left <laughs> due to a bus accident that they had, and they was all out of work for about a month, so Tony went and found a job. But So then I came on board with another tenor and, uh, and the owner, Tim Green, and we went and sung as a trio, and I was with them for about nine months until I came back and started singing with the gospel airs again until I sung with them until 2020. Okay. And, uh, and then uh, I resigned because I, I had a business I was running, and so I, I focused on the business. And, uh, and then uh, over the years, I lost the business. And last year, Mark Blackwood, actually Tony, called me up for Mark Blackwood and said, Hey, we need a baritone. And so therefore I am now with the Blackwoods. Well, if you <laughs> ask me that, that's quite a combination. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's uh, something for sure. Well, I, I know that uh, the, the two shows that you did here in town uh, for, for me, the, everybody that was there was just blessed beyond words because, because uh, it was a wow factor. 
Oh yeah. Well, it was absolutely great for us too. Um, you know, it had a good crowd, good response and you don't get that everywhere. So. Well, it was, it was the first concert that I ever promoted where everybody in there was older than me. <laughs> that tends to be the whole gospel industry. So at least on our, on the gospel quartet industry. So <laughs> that, that, that kind of made me happy. I almost got ran over by two wheelchairs. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> oh, Lord. Big, big bad biker almost got ran over by a walker in wheelchairs. So I'm going, boy, there must be something. Yeah, but, they don't care, man. They'll just run you right over. <laughs> but 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 it was so cool because, and I know you heard some of this it, uh, after the show, they were all thanking everybody and, and asking me oh, if, yeah. if you're coming back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a lot of that. We'll hope to see you again. Well, I'm like, well, that's all up to Santa. So. <laughs> but, yeah, so I well, hope we do, too. I'll, I'll be talking to Pastor Brad and to, and to Mark, and I'm sure we'll probably set up something again for next year. Oh, man, that'd be great. So enjoy it. When, when, when you're not out on the road with the guys, what are you doing? No, Lord, what am I not? Um, I, uh, I do a lot of graphic design, and so I, I've done all of the Blackwood stuff, the website, the new album that's coming out soon, uh, all of our posters, promotional materials, and I'm trying to get that started again. I did all the graphic design work for my t-shirt company that I owned before. And uh, so that part I really, I really miss. And so I'm trying to get that off uh, and going. So hopefully that'll be good right now. Actually, I had to rush in here because I about forgot we were supposed to do this. Um, I'm building a deck on the back of my, on the back of my parents' house. So uh, we was working on that a little bit. So, I mean, I'm just trying to get into a little bit of this and that mow the yard, you know, all the good stuff. Just, just being a guy. Just being a guy, yes. pretty much. Just, just a normal a, fella. <laughs> a normal fella, and, and if memory serves me correct, you also drove truck for a while. Yeah, before uh, between singing, um, before uh, I joined up with the Blackwoods, I was in uh, what you call hot shot trucking, and uh, that what that is, it's it's like the big trucks you see out on the road, but it's I was driving an F two fifty diesel pulling a 33 foot flatbed gooseneck and uh, we would go pick stuff up and 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 run it you know just like anybody else in the trucking industry would do so so any did you ever have to uh, deliver anything strange (laughs) yeah um my the weirdest thing the actually the coolest thing i've ever had to deliver i went to uh los angeles california to spacex and i had to pick up the landing gear for the Falcon nine rocket. And then I had to drive it all the way across the United States to Cape Canaveral, Florida and deliver it back to SpaceX. And so that was really cool. I've delivered helicopter blades for the military um, on them big giant helicopters. And so, yeah, that was, we moved a lot of stuff, a lot of weird stuff. That is so cool. Oh Yeah. The, there, there was a show on several years ago that you can catch on repeats, <laughs> and, and I should be able to tell you the name of it, but I can't. Where, shipping where, wars. Shipping wars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And I was always laughing because you know some guys had the ultimate rig, and some oh, yeah. guys you're wondering how their trucks even moving to begin with. <laughs> yeah, they got that one guy. He's driving around a uh, like a church bus, I think, and delivering yeah. stuff in it. So. Yeah, I, I I told Tony I said yes, that's exactly what we did. It was their their hot shot transports basically, but it's so dramatized. I was watching it the other day and I'm like, 
nothing like this goes on out there on that road, but you know, they have to make a show. So I understand. Well, that, that, that was always the funny part was the bidding. Right. Exactly. You know, they made a song, they made it seem like everybody was against everybody. And no, yeah, that, that, that young rookie doesn't know what he's doing and why he's a girl. <laughs> Yes, exactly. And that exactly. girl was better than anybody else out there. <laughs> right? <laughs> she could run laps around them guys. So, so I, I know you've seen a lot of great places while touring. Did you get get a chance to see anything cool or while you were out driving? Yeah, I, that's actually I started a YouTube channel because of it. Um, I, I, I would go out. Yeah, I mean, the only bad thing was is all I could see was from the interstate with a 33 foot trailer. You can't just stop off every anywhere you want to, and you're on deadlines. Right. So you can't just stop when you want to, but I would um, in the trucking industry, you have to abide by a log book. And after so many hours, you have to take a 34 hour break and you have to just sit wherever you are. So I would plan it. I would try to plan it in certain locations that I would want to see. And then I would unhook the trailer and I would drive my truck, my Ford, to these places and go see them. So uh, one of the biggest things that was really cool to see was the Cadillac ranch down in Texas. It's nice. just a bunch of, yeah, it's a bunch of old Cadillacs. Somebody took and planted them nose down into the ground upright and you can spray paint them on, on them and everything. It's almost like a, it's a little roadside attraction. Like they consider as art, I guess. <laughs> so, but it was kind of cool to see. That sounds like something that you might see on Route 66. Yes, and it was. It was on Route 66. It was on Route 66. Yes, exactly. I'm not just another pretty face. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness I never claimed to be. But, uh, <laughs> that, that sounded like, there's another place, I want to say it's in Kentucky, where their, their feature is they're, they're a hotel, but they're all uh, old Indian teepees. Oh yeah, yeah. I've uh, I don't know if I've seen that. There is a place as soon as you cross into Arizona, there's some TPs on the side of the road that I think you can stay in, but I've never been able to stop and check it out. But yeah, that would be cool. See, you're you're making me think of Weird Al Yankovic now. <laughs> is that right? My, my favorite song by him, or one of my many favorite songs by him, is "The Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota." it's kind of funny because uh th that's where that comes from i did not know where that came from but anytime i see something on the side of the road with mark blackwood i'm like man that would be cool to stop he's like oh you want to see that big ball of twine huh or something you know so we're always searching for the biggest ball of twine well it's in minnesota uh -huh. <laughs> well now now i know <laughs> and if you're coming from the east and you're driving west you just in heading to Mount, Ru Mount Rushmore, you stop there, and you know, I don't know. Well, it, it, it's like the uh, I don't remember what town it's in, but it's in Ohio where the uh, big that great big basket is. Okay, yeah, the, yeah, I've seen the, pictures. The, the Longer Burger Basket Company, yeah, which is long gone, but their whole office building was a great big hand basket. Oh, that's cool. So it would be fun just to travel. I don't know how we got on this topic, Jason. <laughs> Yeah, you'll get all on kind of all kind of weird topics when you're talking to me. Well, and that's not a bad thing because it, it's better than just staying on one thing and going, why did we just beat that into the ground? <laughs> yeah, right. It, it, instead, we can listen to this later and go, why did he say that? 
Exactly. But, so we're, we're trucking, we're singing, you're, you're, you're building decks now and then. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I've listened to, I think, every podcast you and Tony have done, except for the new one so far. Yeah. And, and the one thing that I've learned, and then, of course, Tony talked to me a, a, a little bit about this, and that's your incredible lack of taste buds. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my word! Yes, so, I have a very incredible lack of taste buds. <laughs> and and, and I, there was an inside joke that I want to tell you about that happened here at my house this weekend. Okay. We had Jameson Blackwood at our at our house this weekend as a guest. Oh yeah, that's right. And uh, when he got up here, I had my uh, my flat top grill cooking. Okay. And I, I got some chicken cooking. I got some some sweet baby Ray sugar-free, sweet and savory, or sweet and spicy barbecue sauce going. Right. But one of my favorite things to put on the griddle is, are fresh vegetables. Okay. And normally it's just, you know, salt and pepper, maybe a little Dano seasoning. Right. But my, my, my daughter, Samantha, wanted to, to make up her own little spice concoction. And I was all game for it because I was grilling uh, uh, green beans for the first time. <laughs> okay. Which I highly recommend if you have a flat top griddle. Okay. And we like spice in our house. All right. Uh, yeah. Spice is good. And she threw in cayenne pepper. Oh, wow. And she wasn't <laughs> paying attention to how much cayenne pepper she was using. <laughs> oh, no. And, and personally, I loved it. Right. But poor Jameson's going, um, <laughs> this is really hot. <laughs> And I'm going, you've been around Jason way too long. Uh, he's like, I need some milk. <laughs> I can, I, the funny thing is I can hear him saying it. <laughs> so, well, but we, we, we had a great time. And, and But this whole time he's he's going, this is hot. I'm thinking, you, this, this is Jason. <laughs> this is Jason for sure. <laughs> so, so when you guys are out and you've got a chance to, and I know churches love to feed you and, and you've got all this wide variety of restaurants. What do you do when the guys want to go have Mexican? Well, you know, the Mexican restaurants. Mark Mark always uh, jokes with the waitress and says, uh, "Do you have a kids menu for this one?" Because I, I don't eat Mexican, but uh, because I don't, there's nothing there I like except one thing, and that is a chicken quesadilla. And I'll have it plain, just chicken, cheese, and the bread. That's it. So they will bring that out to me. And usually that's one of the items on the kids menu. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I, I, I'm having flashbacks of my son. When yeah, he see? Little, do, doing something like that and asking for chicken nuggets while the rest of us are <laughs> feasting on uh, chimichangas or something. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's actually one Mexican restaurant around the house here that my brother likes to go to. And I, um, I, uh, I, I would go to it, but they had chicken. So I would just have a regular chicken sandwich while everybody else was having their, me their Mexican food, you know? So, oh, well, <laughs> you know, and, and that's what makes the world fun. If we were all the same, that's true. It would just be boring. And, and, and I'm thankful for guys like you because you give me something to make fun of and, and talk about. <laughs> and I don't mind it whatsoever. Make fun. <laughs> and, and, and that's why we get along so well. That's right. <laughs> 
and, and you just took away my total train of thought because I just had a whole series of questions in my head that just disappeared. Oh, no. Sorry. They, they, they just like <laughs> they just took off. Oh, that was it. When you were tra- when you were truck driving. Uh huh. Was it just you or was somebody with you or did you take a pet or? It was just me, but I did have my dog with me, uh, Nash. Nash would ride with me all over the country. I uh, he would. I built a bed inside my Ford, so I took all the, I took all the um, seats out except for the driver's seat, and I built a a platform going down the passenger side of my truck um, from front to back, and I put a mattress on there and everything. Anyway, he would just stay on that bed all the time and sleep and bark at every truck going by. And if he saw a person on the side of the road, he'd bark at it. So yeah, it gave me company, you know, good, you know, good companionship. That's pretty cool. I, I, and, and I know that you're not old enough to remember this unless you watch reruns of BJ and the bear, but you yeah. know, at least you weren't traveling with a monkey. No, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Actually, he was, a, he was a chimp, not a monkey. I'm sorry. Oh, well, monkeys scare me. I don't. I don't think I could ever have a monkey. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and somehow I don't see you hanging out with a monkey. Other, no, other no, not me. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there we go, just in another direction altogether. Of course. <laughs> now, now, back in the singing world. Yes. If if there could. Do you have a favorite, whether it be, yeah, I'll, we'll split it into two, a favorite secular and a favorite Christian quartet or whatever group that you that you would really like? Uh, one of my, I guess in the Christian world, um, one of my favorites would be, uh, gosh, uh, one of the most talented is, would be, I think, Joseph Haberdank. He's a, he's a Southern gospel soloist. Uh, just an amazing artist. He's, he used to sing with the Perrys, and he went off solo by himself, and he's just great guy, great singer. Um, secular world, I, I grew up listening to what my parents listened to. Okay. And that was probably 50s and 60s. So, of course, Elvis, um, Beach Boys would probably be one of my – my favorite bands oh, yeah. of all time was the Beach Boys. So, love yeah. them. We're, we're serious Beach Boys fans of this house. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen we've seen Brian Wilson a couple times. Oh yeah, man, we're, I would love to see that. And just his his brain alone frightens me. <laughs> he, he's definitely out there, man. But he's he's just talented. The things he comes up with. The the, the you would never think of the harmonies and the over no. the overlays and Mm-mm. and uh, absolutely and, not. And just just fun stuff. Now I was going to ask you who your favorite band out of Illinois was. <laughs> that would be Oreo Speedwagon. Oh, see, save, save. Formed, they started in 1966. <laughs> see, well, well, you're you're wrong on the year, but that's okay. Well, wait a minute. That's what Google said. <laughs> Google is lying in a bad way. Oh well, I tried. <laughs> you, you knew you were going to get thrown under the bus eventually. I knew it. That's why I said I got to get called up. Hold on. <laughs> well, well, in, in a couple weeks uh, after this podcast drops, I had the uh, opportunity to interview Ario's very first guitar player. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, I listened to that. That was pretty. That was pretty sweet. And uh, there, there's some neat stuff coming. And uh, 
I, I couldn't have a podcast without having you on here. So that was a lot of fun. Oh, but man, that's awesome. Thanks. If the, the question that everybody gets asked on, on Santa Rob is yep. you've got one wish. No, oh, Lord. You can sing with yep. anyone living or passed on. Who would that be? What would fulfill your dream? You know, if you would have asked me that before that before last year, I would have probably said the Beach Boys, because um, I think that would have just been phenomenal to back in their day, you know. But now, I, I gotta say, I wished I could have actually met Elvis and yeah. um, got to really sing with him. I think that would have been really, really cool. That would have that would have been something else. I, it every time I every time there's an Elvis special on or. Or something like that. You, I, I'm just glued. Right. He was phenomenal. Just an amazing artist. The, the, the what, what do you prefer? The, the, the early, early years or the uh, Vegas years? I, uh, as far as the songs go, um, I think I prefer the early years, um, the 50s, you know. And, uh, but uh, as far as performance goes, I think Vegas years. And what's what's your favorite Vegas years song? Uh, probably uh, "Suspicious Minds," in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. That's, well, that's that that was kind of his trademark. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, sure. the, in the Vegas era, that's that's like the '68 comeback of right. If, if yes. I could dream. Yeah, the '68 comeback was was pretty awesome. That was okay. Now Elvis was an obvious answer. <laughs> of course, because it was. <laughs> you you gotta like Elvis. You 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 travel with. <laughs> you're always out there with the tribute artists. I know, I know. And and next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend, I'm going to get to uh, meet Estelle, which was one of the sweet inspirations that sung with Elvis. And she's going to be singing with us. So kind of excited about that. That's very cool. Yeah. Now, is that, where's that show at? And where can people find more about that? Um, That is in, let me look up where you can find information and tickets at, but I know that one is in Texarkana. Um, let's see, Elvis, etaspectacular.com, I believe is where you can find ticket information for that. etaspectacular.com. Yes, they have information there on that concert. Cool. That's the same organization that brought the the, the show up here. It is. It is. It is. I believe that's, that's the one. I know it's the same group of guys. I think it's. ETA spectacular that's putting that show on. I could be wrong though. So let's see. Private event star and Yeah. Well, I'll have to get more information on that, Santa, because I'm not really sure if that's the same same uh organization putting it on, but it is the same people. It's Sean Clush okay. and um and all of them guys. It, it, and for, for you Elvis fans, if you haven't seen Sean Clush perform do yourself a favor and find uh, where he's playing and just go. Absolutely. And when, when you've got guys like the Blackwoods uh, doing backups yeah, and, and that, that tight of band behind them, you, you just, you, it, it's something else. It's okay. It's a treat. I found, I found out where you can get it. So um, if you go to E, T-I-X dot com, etix.com. 
And uh, it's the Parrot Theater, P-E-R-O-T Theater in uh, in uh, Texarkana, te- uh, Texas. And uh, you can find ticket information there at that website, etix.com. Okay, you heard it. Now, is Moses Snow at this show too? I do not think so. I think it's just Sean, actually, just Sean and us. Okay. Yeah, okay. and then of course they got Estelle Brown, um, who sung with uh, Sweet Inspiration. She'll be there as well. That's incredible. So, would, would now, 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 not to start a war? Would you rather be doing the, the Elvis stuff or the Blackwood stuff? <laughs> I'll tell you like I told Mark, because after my first Elvis concert, Mark asked me, so uh, he asked me that very question, would you rather be doing uh, our stuff or the, the Elvis stuff? And I told him, I said, I feel like I would be sinning if I told you the truth. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like both. I really do. I love the Elvis stuff. It's just the, the atmosphere and the, you know, the energy that Sean brings to that stage is just phenomenal. But then with the gospel and we still get to sing gospels on that stage as well with, with Sean. Um, but then doing our, our segments only, you really get into the ministry part where you get to see lives actually touched and changed. Right. So, yes. So there's, there's good about both. And, and that's one of the things that I really appreciated about when I saw you guys back, back at the first of the year is I didn't know at that time that, that uh, you would have a, a, your own time to do gospel. Yeah. 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 So that usually uh, always lets us have that time. That that was a totally special time and and uh, well received by Indianapolis. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. we appreciate it too. And, and you know, you, when when you get people because there's a lot of people that don't know Jesus and don't know Christ that comes to those concerts, and when when we can stand up in front of that crowd and sing the gospel to them, you know, they're getting the message. And so that's something that a lot of other gospel groups they don't get that opportunity. So right. we, you know, count it a privilege. And it and it, it 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 is a very special time. And when you, they're already, I don't know if this is the right thing to say, but they're already high emotion from being there. Oh yes. But they're so pumped up from listening to the music. Yeah. It, it, they they I feel and, and being being a music junkie like I am, I grab onto everything that the artists yes. are talking about. Absolutely. And that's when you realize, hey, maybe there is something to this Jesus thing. Exactly. That's what we're hoping that there would at least be a seed sown that yeah. got that Jesus and God could could you know grow from there. As it, it'll, as the old old song goes, is it only takes a spark. Yes, exactly. So, well, I think I've kept you long enough <laughs> because well, I, it's been I, fun. I, I have the feeling you probably have hot dogs boiling or something. Right <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Now, 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 if you if you ever come up here, which you'd better come up here sometime, I, yeah, I, I will make you dogs. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've heard you make great ones, so but, I'm excited uh, about that. I, I, I've fallen in love with uh, a, a couple different ones. Yeah, uh, Teton brand is amazing. Okay, they're all grass fed and out of Idaho, obviously from okay. Mountain. But. I watch a lot of what I eat because, well, I have eyes really low and I can watch what I'm eating. Yeah. <laughs> right. But um, I, I, I'm a sucker for ballpark prank turkey dogs. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm not big on the turkey dogs, but 
but uh, you know, maybe if you fix them a certain way, they're, they're, they're the only thing I eat because they're only like 40 calories. Uh, yeah, dog. That's it, it's definitely smarter for sure. And, and I like hot dogs. So if I'm going to eat a couple of them, they got to be <laughs> smart enough for me because when it comes to food, I'm not that smart some days. Right. <laughs> you know, Santa does not eat tofu. No, <laughs> me you, you, neither. Don't, you don't become Santa by <laughs> eating tofu. And, and, and something I learned a long, long, long time ago is never trust a skinny cook. <laughs> That's true. I've always heard that. And, and, and yeah, and I love to cook. And so you, you Mark and Jameson and, and Tony need to come up here so I can throw together some, uh, some stuff on my girdle for you guys. That'd be awesome. I heard you make some really good chicken too. So, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Just we'll, we'll we'll watch the spices unless you're yeah. into that. <laughs> no, no, a little bit of spice ain't too bad, but uh, what Jameson had's probably not what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know what are you gonna do? <laughs> but anyway, just thanks a thousand times for being being in the sleigh with Santa Rob. I had a I had a fun time talking to you, and and well, I, I guess one more thing. If, yep. if, if there was anybody out there who was inspiring to be a singer, but doesn't know what to do, what yeah. advice would you give somebody young who wants to get a singing career? I would say um, practice hard, listen to others, um, get to know some of your groups personally, go, you go see them, uh, get to know them, talk to them. And um and just, you know, be willing to put the work in because it's not an easy job. It is a very hard job. Um, Mark said it best on our podcast. We asked him that very question. And he said, uh, he said, there's a lot of singers out there that are really, really good, but they're not willing to put the work in. So they'll never make it. But there's a lot of other singers that are just mediocre, but they're willing to put the work in and they'll make it big. So if you're willing to, if you're willing to work hard at it, you definitely have a shot. And that doesn't mean going on American Idol and, and not paying your <laughs> no, and don't but, pay your dues, you're done. Exactly. So, exactly. So, all right. That This has been a public service announcement from uh, Santa Robin <laughs> and Jason. So, Absolutely. Anyway, Jason, yeah. thanks again for being in the sleigh with Santa Rob. And I know that I will be talking to you again really soon. Awesome. And God Looking bless you, brother. And we'll talk soon. Thanks, Rob. We appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for having me on. It's been great. Absolutely. Thanks again. <laughs> All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jason Gordon, for a fun, fun interview. And uh, thanks for getting in the sleigh with Santa Rob. And uh, just just shooting the breeze. It just felt good to to talk with Jason and uh, have people get to know him a little bit better. And if you ever get a chance to see uh, Jason with the fabulous Blackwood Quartet, uh, whether it's at one of their shows or at an Elvis tribute show, please go do so. You'll you will love it. <clears throat> and as always, thank you to my awesome sponsors. Brett Christmas Mustache Wax at bscenterprises.com and of course hotspotcollectiblesandtoys.com Either one of these websites you can use the discount code 
Santa Rob and receive 15% off your order. And I love these guys because they have awesome small businesses. We should always support our small businesses. So once again, thanks for listening to Slaying It with Santa Rob. And we will see you next week on episode nine. Ho, ho, ho.